Well, hello and welcome back to the Basic Bible Podcast. I'm your host, Kevin Thompson, and we are continuing our series on the attributes of God, and we are in week nine of the attributes, and we're talking about the power of God. And when I think of power, of course, I think of our co-host today, Mr. Ray Jewell. Ray, welcome back. Thanks, Kevin. Hey, maybe I've... I've uh... I have enough power to get you to stop saying the one and only. Well, see, that's what I wasn't going to say that this time because you mentioned it on Facebook. Yeah. That, so I didn't say it. I thought I'd come up with a new moniker here or whatever, but okay, I guess I failed in that one. Well, but. you know, I just, uh, I, I just know that it's not a compliment. <laughs> All right. Well, we are talking about the power of God. We're talking about uh, what some theologians refer to as God's omnipotence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we're defining omnipotence. Well, how would you define omnipotence? Oh, well, um, certainly God is God. He's capable of doing anything and everything that he so mm-hmm. desires, but he will not go against himself. He will not contradict himself. He will not do nonsensical things. Right. That, and we're going to get to the, I'm going to arrange yeah. it a little bit here, because we're going to talk about that a little bit. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, basically God, want, God can do anything he wants to do. Or to break down the word omnipotence, it simply means all-powerful. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wayne Grudem defines it as God is able to do all his holy will. Uh, MacArthur refers to this as his ability to do anything consistent with his nature. And then I, I like this quote from A.W. Tozer, throwing it up. A non-Calvinist here for you, Ray. Woohoo! Uh, since he has at his command all the power of the universe, the Lord God omnipotent can do anything as easily as anything else. All his acts are done without effort. He expands, expands no energy that must be replenished. His self-sufficiency makes it unnecessary for him to look outside of himself for a renewal of strength. All power required to do all that he wills to do lies in the undiminished fullness of his own being, mm-hmm. his own infinite being. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I think that, uh, I, and I do like Tozer. Um, the thing about that, you know, as we, as I was looking at Scripture, because you mentioned, and we'll get into those relevant passages in a bit, but I'm thinking the big picture stuff, too. Just creation itself. Yeah. All he had to do was speak things right. into existence. And then, like the uh, wait, you believe that God created the world? I do. Oh, I thought you were. Uh, I thought you were old Earth. I am. <laughs> oh, but God's okay. That's that's cool. Well, God, God, God still did it. <laughs> we're gonna get to that in another podcast. Yeah, but, right. So but, I, I had to. I had to go for that. Yeah, real quick. but the the thing the thing about it is, as as I reflect on the power of God, ever since the fall, there's been the cosmic battle waged between the forces of God. And the forces of Satan. And I think one of the main parts of the Old Testament that is crucial to our understanding of the whole people of God and Israel is the Exodus account. Mm. And God fights. The, the ten plagues is all about fighting the Egyptian gods. Every plague attacks one or more than one of the Egyptian gods. And he shows his power in that. And and another thing, the phrase the phrase is used at least a dozen times in the Old Testament that God did something by his 
right hand in his mighty arm. Yeah. You know, basically saying, you know, he doesn't have to do a whole lot right. to defeat the powers that be, whether they're uh, supernatural powers or, or earthly powers. You know, the, the, uh, those who serve Satan. Um, he's, you know, he uses pagans, kings, right. to do his will. Whether it's you know, uh, taking Israel into exile because of their lack of obedience. Or it's bringing Israel back from exile right. with Cyrus. And, uh, you know, but, but God does this. Right. And it's a, it's a dangerous thing that people who have been created in the image of God deny the power of God. Right. I think of Romans 9 and going back to the Exodus where uh, Paul is saying, I, I, or God is being referred to here, I, I raised Pharaoh up for this purpose. I, I raised him up, put him in this position of authority, knowing what he would do, because I wanted these plagues to happen, because I wanted everyone to know I am in charge. Mm-hmm. Pharaoh w- was you know, thinking that he was the guy in charge by you know, making all these demands, doing all these things, refusing people to go. He thought he was in charge the whole time. God, well, he thought God he was just a used him. He thought he was a guy. Right. I mean, that, yeah. that he was probably in his mind, and certainly in the mind of his people, his subjects, he was the top guy yeah. in the pantheon of gods that they had. Um, which, all, you know, that when you look at the, the Greek gods and the Roman gods, all the, you know, the goddesses and the Norse, and they're, they're all a reflection of different personality right. traits of a human being. God, uh, the God of Scripture, is unique in that, in, in all his attributes that we're talking about. It, it all points to the uniqueness of yeah. the triune God. Right. And that right there is cause for us to just stop the nonsense by setting up other gods in our lives. Right. Because God is powerful. God, and yet in the midst of that power, I mean, we all deserve, if we got what we deserve, none, none of us would like it. Right. We all deserve a condemnation. And yet, in the midst of all that power and the, the awe that we should come to him with, he loves us so much yeah. that the powerful God of the universe took on human flesh to dwell among us. And, 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 and yet, even Jesus in bodily form, he had power. Yeah. He, you know, the, the, the demons listened. He didn't have to do much. You know, the, the wind and the waves obeyed him. He just said, peace be still, and boom. And the, the terrible storm that the, the disciples were so completely afraid of quit. And their fear shifted from the natural thing that was happening to this person who right. just stopped that. Who is this man? Yeah. And that's the kind of power that our world doesn't understand. You know, it's interesting because, you know, you'd think... Sometimes you think about the miraculous. Mm-hmm. You think, oh, wouldn't it be great if we could see Jesus do this miracle? And here, in the instance you're talking about, what happened when Jesus calmed the waters? There was fear. Mm-hmm. What manner of man than this? That uh, than this? That uh, what manner of man is this? That even the winds and the waves obey him? Mm-hmm. They were fearful. I was also thinking you were talking about the comparison to these other gods. 
Uh, Isaiah 45, verse 20. Assemble yourselves and come, draw near together, you survivors of the nations. They have no knowledge who carry about their wooden idols and keep on praying to a God that cannot save. Declare and present your case. Let them take counsel together. Who told this long ago? Who declared it of old? Was it not I, the Lord? And there is no other God besides me, righteous and a Savior. There is none beside me. And even in the previous chapter, in chapter 44, um, again, God says, you know, as if you were calling everyone to a courtroom, said, all right, you mm-hmm. got your foreign gods, bring them in. Mm-hmm. What can they do? Compare them to me, and all of them come up lacking. There is no one who can be compared to me. My power, my majesty, my glory, my ability will always reign supreme. Mm-hmm. I, another uh, story from Scripture um, that comes to mind is Elijah and the prophets. Mm, right. Baal. Most people say Baal, but I like the Baal. Anyway, you're the, just weird. I like. I'm that. weird. I'm weird. But no, I had a Hebrew uh, professor tell me that years ago. But the thing about that whole thing, these guys were mutilating themselves. They're praying to their gods. They're you know to Baal and just basically saying, you know, do this, do this, do this, do this. And and Elijah, he's just on the sidelines laughing yeah. at him. You know, well, wait a second. You maybe you got to talk up. You got to yell a little bit louder. Or maybe he had to go to the bathroom. Right. You know, I mean, when you have the God of the universe on your side. Yeah. That's all that's all that's needed. We become a majority, you know, right. as long as as long as we're on God's side. And that I mean and that is the consistent message throughout scripture. The 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 whole story of Revelation, the book of Revelation is this. God wins. Hmm. That's it. That's all that the apocalyptic language that's used is God wins. Now, we get a side benefit of that if we remain faithful to him throughout the, the troubles that are promised to come our way. Right. We will, we're on the winning side. But it's not like we have to do any of the actual battle. Right. I right. mean, the battle's won on the cross and then the resurrection. But when, when Jesus returns, it's, we're not going to have to lift a finger. It's, it's just going to be done. It's going to be done at, at his word. You know, I suspect he might even say it is finished a second time hmm. to usher in the new heavens and new earth. So let's look at, uh, we've already looked at a bunch of scriptures. Let's look at a few more uh, in the Old Testament. Uh, new Testament. New Testament. Mm-hmm. Um, Matthew 16 and verse 26 this is Jesus uh, talking to, I believe it was the rich young ruler. But he said, well, 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 anyway, he says this, take up your cross and follow me. And the disciples are wondering, like, man, this is, this is rough, mm-hmm. following after Jesus. This is, this is impossible. And who, who can even do this? Who can? Uh, and, and Jesus. Yeah, um, they, they ask, well, if a rich man can't do this, because Jesus said right. if... It's hard for a rich man to go through the eye of a needle. Yeah, and they're they're because in their mindset, being rich was a sign of God's blessing. Yeah, and so if you're rich, you should be. But if you're not rich, then somehow, so how is this possible? And Jesus' response. Well, is, this is a little different. I mean, yeah, this is the rich and ruler, and he says, <clears throat> basically, uh, who, who can be saved if you have to do all these things? But Jesus yeah. looked at them and said, "With man, this is impossible. With, but with God, all things are." possible mm-hmm. 
And then uh, we'll look at here Ephesians chapter 1, which I know is Armenian. You're, you're shaking a little bit right now. No. Um, you know. <laughs> I, don't shake with it. I don't shake when it comes to Scripture. Uh, verse 19, And what is the immeasurable greatness of his power towards us who believe, according to the working of his great might? The immeasurable greatness of his power mm-hmm. is uh, such a powerful phrase in and of itself. So I think in, in, in terms of Scripture, it's pretty clear there's nothing that God can't do, but we move into our dangers to avoid because what I hear quite often, because as you know, we're both teachers, we've both heard these questions. Oh, but like almost like the, like the Pharisees questioning yeah, Jesus, you exactly. know? Exactly. Oh, you say that God is all powerful, but what if? Let me throw this question out. Can God create a rock so big that even He can't handle it? Because if He can. Then he's not all powerful. But if he can't, he's not all powerful. So aha, bam, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's you know that's the nonsensical stuff I was talking about. Um, a good source for that, and I know we we'll get into that, but this way I'll not forget. Lee Strobel's um, the case for books and uh, DVDs, mm. uh, especially the DVDs. There's uh, in the case for faith, I believe they're. They're answering these kinds mm-hmm. of questions, including um, uh, J.P. Moreland is on there. And, you know, and basically talking about uh, this kind of thing, that, yeah. that God will not do something that is nonsensical. I'm, I'm hoping to get him on the podcast, Lee Strobel, because he's coming here to our County Christians. He March is. 23rd, yep. right here, you're all invited to our family conference, our fourth annual RCCS family conference. And if you'd like to sponsor that event, yes, <laughs> let us know. I mean, we we well, are we are collecting sponsors. The Basic Bible Podcast will be a sponsor. Ooh, we will be there. Cool. We will we will have a table. Oh, and so come sweet. if you haven't met us, come and meet us. Uh, maybe, maybe I can even get Ray to sit at the table with me for a few minutes. Probably, and uh, we can sign autographs and stuff. <laughs> of what? Um, <laughs> I know we'll, we'll print off the logo and we'll have, there you go. We'll have signatures. Oh, anyway, good, good t-shirts. Uh, yeah. um, well, but only if we can get them for two bucks a piece. Okay, so what are we talking? Oh yeah, we're talking about uh, dangers to avoid. So yeah, uh, God's not going to do the nonsensical stuff because that is a contradiction of Himself. God will yes. not contradict Himself. So right. God's not going to create or or could not create um, a squared circle. Right or a married bachelor, that type of yeah. um, situation is not, God is not going to do what is inconsistent with His own character, with His own will, uh, with what He has established. Um, I, I, I had a student years ago talking about, well, what if God is changing history all the time and we just don't know it because we live in the ultimate, re- whatever. Second yeah. Timothy chapter two verse thirteen. God cannot deny himself, mm-hmm. or God cannot con- contradict himself. We also know, um, I-, I can remember going into different fair ministries and seeing the big display of, here's three things God can't do. Well, God can't contradict himself. And uh, second, God cannot lie, Titus 1-2, mm-hmm. talking about in hope of eternal life that's promised by God, a God who cannot lie. And we also know, that according to James 1-13, God cannot be tempted to sin. Right. Which is why I appreciate... And does not tempt. Right, say. yes. Yeah. Uh, and that's why I appreciate some of these definitions we looked at earlier. Mm-hmm. That when we talk about God being all-powerful, we're saying God can do what he wants to do. 
Mm-hmm. It's not that God can uh, do anything in that sense of the nonsensical or the illogical or mm-hmm. whatever. Or, or, but God's power is limited, and it's self-limited. It, it, it's right. That he, God has he's imposed. the one, like, with the laws of nature. He set that in place. Right. Now, when he decides to do the miraculous, that's in his hands, too. Right. I, you know, I really struggle with faith healers that yeah. make it look like a show. I mean, if they if these people are truly faith healers, why are they not going to the hospitals right. and not doing it on television? Why does it cost nineteen ninety five plus shipping and handling? Well, right, and <laughs> that's uh, you know. So let's stop messing around with this right. all powerful God, trying to make it sound like we're the the uh, pathway or the the conduit of yeah. His power. We are when he chooses us to right. be, not because we say so. Wow, that's an Armenian who just said that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's, why, that's why we can get along, because um, you're not, uh, you're letting Scripture speak for Scripture. Mm-hmm. And, uh, okay, well, I want to read this quote from Robert Raymond and his, uh, his systematic theology, because it goes right along with what we've been saying, and so since it agrees with me, it's good. Uh, it should be apparent, he says, second, that God cannot do the irrational that is self-contradictory, what George uh, Marjorie calls, and I don't know how to pronounce that name, so I just kind of got my way through it, pseudo-tasks, nor would he even try, because contradictories are eternal disruptions of his rationality. He cannot make two and two equal five, or create adjacent mountains with no valley between them, or make a stone so heavy for him to lift, or make a four-centered triangle or a squared circle mm-hmm. and that's from robert raymond so we transition to our application and i've got two things here and uh we can chat about if you want to add more ray that's fine mm-hmm. first I, I think from a personal level god can handle my problems mm-hmm. and not only my problems but your problems mm-hmm. and the problems of everyone listening here and the th- and part of god's power and wisdom and everything else about god he does it on his timetable, right? For his purposes, yeah. the 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 stuff that we struggle with that causes us pain and suffering may be God's instrument to make us into the person He wants us right. to be. The the uh, you know uh, the casting into the fire, yeah, to mold us into right. to to make us what would be the most beneficial for his purpose, yeah. not what I want, even within his purpose. And if it is his purpose, it is most beneficial for us as well. Oh, yeah. We may not recognize yeah. that. Right. And that's, you know, sometimes I think we, we get into situations for, where for us it seems like this is an impossible situation. There's no way out of this. I can't fathom how I can bear this. Mm-hmm. And I think I, I, I can say I've, I've, I've felt like that at times. Sure. And you know what? God can handle that situation. And for whatever, he can use it for his glory and is going to use it for his glory, even if it means my destruction, which, again, uh, as, as, a, as a believer, I, I'm looking forward to eternal life. Um, and, I, and I don't want to say that kind of flippantly. Right. I mean, uh, it's not like we, we beg for uh, trials and testings yeah. and tribulations. 
yet we're promised that they're going to come right. if we're being faithful to him. I mean, Satan, if, Satan's not going to bother us if we're not doing the things of God. He's, he's, he's going to leave us alone because we mess ourselves up pretty good on our own. Yeah. It's when we start following through, doing the things God has called us to, that, yeah, I think yeah. Satan will attack and try to uh, lead us into a way that you know we tempt ourselves yeah. or that we we fall back into habitual sin mm -hmm. that you know and, and Satan's not stupid he knows he knows that I can walk into a bar and not be tempted to drink alcohol right. but he also knows that if you know I were to go to uh, a smorgasbord or a buffet or whatever that he he can get me there yeah. and he does at times and I have to repent of that or, you know, I think all men have an issue with sexual right. issues, whether it's uh, pornography or uh, even just looking at a woman and lustfully and, and that sort of thing. And, and Satan, you know, will put that in front of us yeah. sometimes. And sometimes we put ourselves in the, you know, it talks about fleeing Satan and sometimes we run right towards him. You know, <laughs> and Hebrew tells us in those situations that, he has he hasn't left us with a, without an escape hatch, so to speak. Yeah. That's my translation. That's the KJT. Yeah, yeah. um, God hasn't left us a, a way uh, hasn't left us with a way out of those. We're, again, I think sometimes we do feel like okay, I'm in. I've got this temptation, whether against sexuality or gluttony or uh, drunkenness or whatever, and it feels like I just can't stop. I just can't. Yeah. Well, you know what? God can do all things. Well, and the thing, the thing about like the life groups that that Roxbury is doing that you and I are involved in yeah. now, that becomes an avenue of God using other people to right. help us avoid and flee from those temptations. Yeah. But that takes honesty, that takes yeah. humility, the the ability to admit, you know, hey. I'm I'm struggle I struggle with this stuff not just in my past but even right. now. Yeah. And if if we if we don't do that, then we do feel alone. We do yeah. feel like God's abandoned us. When in reality, the lifeboat is sitting right there, waiting yeah. for us with the friends that we've developed over the years in the God's Word, and and whatnot. I mean, that's the thing about temptation. When I start yielding to it. That's when I walk away from the word. Right. That's when I walk away from the church. That's when I walk away from my responsibility as a, as a parent, as a husband, as a man of God. And, you know, and God's just patiently waiting for us to come back and using whatever necessary. And you're, you're walking away from the greatest power source you have to overcome that. Exactly. And that's why it seems impossible. Mm -hmm. uh, even in, you know, just recently I've gone through some stuff where, man, I, I can remember tell, talking to my wife saying, I just don't know how we're going to get through this. I don't yeah. know. But I've got friends like you who come along and kind of, it's, it's not like you've got a great solution or you, you walk in with, but you, you, you kind of lift up that burden. Yeah. And you know what? It just seems a little lighter. Yeah. You know, maybe I can, and I, and I, and I have gotten through it. I've well, I, and that's, you know, for, for guys like me. It's hard not to try to fix. I mean, most guys are fixers. Yeah. And to to approach it more as I'm just here to listen. Yeah. And to help carry the burden. You know, God's got the answer on this. Right. I don't. 
And that's where you and that that that's where uh, you're you're pointing us back to that power source. You're pointing yeah. us back to God. Yeah. And I and I got to rein you in a little bit because I'm looking at our my recorder here, and the battery is running low. <laughs> so and I, I unlike the last time we did this, I I do have backups. Okay. But um, so we better get, let's get to our recommended resources. Of course, we are recommending the book Attributes of God by A. W. Pink. That's the book that we've been kind of loosely basing this off of. And uh, Ray, do you have any others that you want to recommend? Oh, you recommended uh, the Case for Faith, yep, and uh, Lee Strobel's books. Um, I also want to throw in here a book. I, I thought really good section on this. A book by John MacArthur entitled "God Coming Face to Face with His Majesty." Uh, mine is kind of. I got to see if they're if, if it's still in print. I hope so because Tommy took his took my copy in the bathtub with. Him. <laughs> uh, so it's a little. It's a little. Well, uh, at least you didn't flush it down the toilet. No, he didn't flush. I'm thankful. Uh, but somehow it wound up in the bath. And, and I mean, not. That, I, I hope he read it. Yeah. But uh, being a first grader, I don't think he did. I was going to say he's ready for high school <laughs> if he read that. But anyway, so we're going to wrap things up here. Uh, don't forget to join us. Now this is uh, the week of Thanksgiving. It is. And so on Thursday, be looking either Wednesday night or Thursday. I'll be posting our special edition. Bonus episode, our Thanksgiving episode with evangelist Byron Fox of Bible Truth Music, been a friend of mine for a number of years. Been looking to have, looking to for a chance to have him on the program. He was available, and so uh, we recorded that. I'm looking forward to that. And then uh, next week we'll jump right back into our uh, attributes of God series, and then we'll also have another uh, bonus episode, uh, so to speak, our reigning in Ray. Our second edition of that podcast. And so, in fact, we're going to record that in just a few minutes. Yes, sir. So, all right, so we're going to wrap it up here. So don't forget to check out the website, www.basicbiblepodcast.org, which will soon be going over a a little makeover there. Uh, Don't forget to check us out on Twitter, at Basic Biblecast, also on Instagram. And some of you have been been keeping up with that. I see the likes on there, so keep it up. You know, if you're also about our Facebook group, so we're looking for, we're we're almost up to 100 people now. Are we? Um, So I hope that you'll share that with your friends as well. So anyway, uh, batteries going low. So join us back next week. Until then, have a great rest of your week.